Welcome to the Old Fashioned On Purpose podcast. Friend, it is time that we talk about garlic for two reasons. Number one, it is almost time, depending on where you live, for you to plant it. It's coming up. And you heard me right. Yes, you plant garlic in the late summer or middle of the fall, depending on where you live. So it is not something you plant in the spring with everything else. So it's time to gear up and get ready. Number two, a couple weeks ago, I posted a picture of me holding a big bunch of freshly harvested garlic. And I got a ton of questions from everyone, from everything from, why are you harvesting that now? How did it get ready so quickly? To what do you do with that? What are you going to do with all that garlic? How do you store it? Do you dry it? Do you cook it? Do you refrigerate it? What do you do? So I figured it was high time to dive into all things garlic. And in this episode, we are going to talk about everything from when to plant it, how to find garlic seed, when to harvest it, and everything in between. I'm your host, Jill Winger, and this is the podcast for the Trailblazers, the mavericks, the makers, the homesteaders, the modern pioneers, and the backyard farmers. If you're ready to boost your food security and live a more homegrown lifestyle, well, this is the podcast for you. Hey friend, I'm interrupting this episode for just a second to talk mason jars because obviously they're one of my favorite homestead tools in existence. Naturally, I use mason jars for canning, but I also love them as a go-to for everyday pantry storage and for holding my DIY cleaning supplies. Recap mason jar lids are my secret weapon for converting regular old jars into shakers, spray bottles, soap pumps, and pourable containers. Most recently, I have fallen in love with their straining lids because I just started experimenting with kefir, and these lids are seriously reducing the amount of dishes I have to do each day after I feed my kefir. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about when I say kefir, well, we'll be covering that in a future podcast episode, so stay tuned. Anyway, when Recap Lids heard how much I love using these lids and strainers, they put together a special kit just for podcast listeners in July. Use coupon code HOMESTEAD and take 20% off the already discounted price of this set, which includes lids for two regular mouth and one wide mouth jar with shaker inserts. And you can use them for way more than just kefir. You can use them to make salad dressings, lemonade, and so much more. Head on over to theprairiehomestead.com slash lid to have a look. Now, back to our episode. So first off, I feel like I need to preface this episode by saying, if you don't like garlic, which you, I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you don't like garlic, but I will try to find it into my, in my heart to forgive you. No, I'm kidding mostly. But every once in a while, I run across someone who's like, I just don't like garlic. And I was like, I just have, I'm just like, what kind of monster are you that you can't like garlic? I just don't understand it. It is something that is beyond my comprehension. But yes, I know everyone has different uh, palates, but not liking garlic is wrong. I'm just saying. Anyway, I know I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't send me emails. Anyway, uh, I love garlic as do many of you, I'm sure. And I don't believe in using a single clove really for anything. If a recipe calls for a clove, I always assume that they have a typo and it means a bulb, but I always add more. More is more and you just can't beat it, especially freshly harvested or homegrown garlic is out of this world 
The flavor is amazing. The smell is amazing and you just can't beat it. So I love it for its flavor, but I also love it because it's so stinking easy. Um, garlic is something that you plant, like, like I said, summer, fall, you ignore it thoroughly all winter long. Like I don't even look at it. I forget it's there. And then come summer, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot I planted garlic. Now I get to eat it. And it's pretty much the best thing ever. So I do believe that um, everyone needs to grow it unless you absolutely hate it. Then maybe you should grow it anyway for your friends and family. But it's just simple. It's a great fit for any homestead and you won't regret it. So here is the scoop. Let's just start at square one and move through how you plant garlic on the homestead because the time is drawing near to get it into the ground. All right, so first things first, when do you plant it? Well, you, usually in the fall, right? Late summer, fall. Um, I have heard of folks attempting to plant it in the spring and harvest it later in the year, but I just it doesn't do as well. The bulbs aren't as big, they're not as um, well developed. So it is preferable if you can plant it later in the year and let it over winter. So for us, we are in zone five. So I generally plant mine around the middle of September. Folklore suggests that you do your garlic planting during the full moon in September. And I sometimes, usually, often don't do that. I just do it whenever I can remember. Um, but mid-September to mid-October is my range that I shoot for. And I would say, if you're not sure, you can look up like different little charts about when to plant garlic, depending on what zone you're in, or just aim for getting it into the ground several weeks before the first frost. And it's really easy. I just, um, we'll put it in the ground and cover it with some mulch and call it good. I may water it those first few weeks when the weather is still decent, but I do not water it all winter. Literally, I ignore it. It's I often have to put a marker in the bed where I plant it because otherwise I will forget entirely, entirely where it is. So that is how attentive I am to the garlic. It's very simple. Just a little bit of an idea if um, you need to know some general guidelines for when to plant your garlic. If you are in zones zero to three, I, they would say the earliest planting date would be late August, and then the, la the latest date would be late September. If you're in zone three to five, that's me, you would shoot for mid to late September up till early to mid-October. If you're in zones five to seven, you want to shoot for early to mid-October to late October. Zone seven through nine is late October to November, and zone nine through 10 is late October to December. So just an idea, but just try to get it a little bit of growth before those frosts hit. Um, okay, where do you get garlic seed or seed garlic? So we actually do not grow garlic from little bitty seeds per se. What you do instead is you just take a garlic bulb and you break it apart into cloves and you plant the cloves, kind of like you would with uh, a flower, right? With a bulb flower, a daffodil or a tulip. And we don't, we just don't plant the whole bulb. We break it into cloves and then plant that. You want to make sure that you plant it pointy side up, right? So you have the bulb, if you can picture it right now, and the bottom top is pointy, or the bottom top, oh my word, the bottom 
Oh, I'm just starting over. Starting over. Erase that. You didn't hear that. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say. Picture the bulb. The bottom. The t oh, wow. Wow. I think. <laughs> Should I record this podcast right now? I don't know. I'm trying it one more time. We'll see how this goes. Okay. Deep breath, Jill. Picture the bulb. The top of the bulb is pointy. The bottom has roots. There we go. That makes sense. And when we break apart the bulb, the cloves, which are those little sections of bulb, right? You have the pointy tip of the clove, and then you have the part at the bottom that is near where the roots were. So we want to keep that same orientation when we put it into the ground, right? You want to keep the pointy tip up and the root side down because that's how it's going to grow. I have a feeling that is clear as mud now that I have butchered that, but hopefully it makes sense. Um, so plant the cloves, number one. Number two, you want to get a good source for seed garlic. I would say grocery store garlic is probably not a good option for a couple of reasons. So first off, grocery store garlic very well could be a variety that is just not suited to grow in your area. There's different types of garlic. We'll get into this in a minute. Uh, you don't know what variety is coming from the grocery store. And a lot of grocery store garlic, if you've ever read the labels, it comes from China. So skip that altogether for sure. Uh, also, grocery store garlic is often treated with growth inhibitors to make it last longer on the shelf, right? And those growth inhibitors stop it from sprouting, which is exactly what we want it to do once it goes into the ground. So that is a problem. Uh, grocery store garlic may also carry diseases, which could be introduced into your soil. And uh, honestly, when you look at all the amazing varieties of garlic out there um, that you can choose from, grocery store garlic is pretty boring. It's pretty generic. So if you're going to grow it, you might as well grow one that is delicious and has all of the attributes you're looking for. So I purchased my garlic seed, or rather seed garlic, from a variety of places. Um, I, in the past, I've bought it from Great Northern Garlic. They were out last year when I tried to order it. So I got it from Filigree Farm. Um, they have an Instagram page and a website, and they're in Washington. Sometimes I'll find little bags of seed garlic at my home and garden store. But I don't know. I've never had great luck with those. They usually kind of look puny. They don't look so hot. So I don't depend on often trying to buy that local unless you have a really good garden store. I think you're probably better off to just get it from some small business online. So when you start to go garlic shopping, you're going to have some options in front of you that you get to sort through. Um, and when I shop for garlic, I often struggle with a little bit of decision fatigue because there's a lot of varieties. There's hard neck, soft neck, big cloves, little cloves, purple garlic, red garlic, white garlic. Um, so you can go a little bit crazy. I usually just pick one to two varieties. Um, but the biggest thing I pay attention to is whether it's soft neck or hard neck because there is a considerable difference. So first off, soft neck garlic is going to be the garlic that you'll usually find for sale at the farmer's market or the grocery store. Soft neck keeps really well and is easy to braid because just like the name implies, it has a soft neck. The stock is soft. So it's really great for braiding, which I love a good braid on a garlic. 
Um, the cloves on Safnet garlic are a little bit smaller and it does like slightly warmer growing temperatures, but it still can be grown in colder climates. Just use plenty of mulch. Okay. So I've done both. It works. It works fine. Now on the other side, we have hard neck garlic. Hard neck garlic does not braid easily because its stalk is much stiffer. So you literally just can't braid it. It's like trying to braid three sticks. It just doesn't work. Um, but the reason I actually prefer hard neck garlic is because it has bigger cloves, which are much easier to cook with because they're easier to peel. You don't have to wrestle them around on your cutting board. Um, and I love the flavor. And sometimes people say hard neck garlic has a little more flavor. I don't know if I have exact evidence of that. And also hard neck tends to really like and need cold winters to thrive, which raising my hand here, if we have one thing, we have cold winters. So I prefer hard neck. There's no right or wrong. You can pick what you'd like. Oh, one other reason that I do like hard neck is that it gives garlic escapes. A lot of folks have never seen a garlic scape unless they've grown it because it's not something we see in most grocery stores. But what a scape is, and that is spelled S-C-A-P-E, is a few weeks before the garlic bulb is ready to harvest, the plant will send up this twisty little tube thing with a teardrop-shaped thing, flower, I don't know, teardrop-shaped growth on the end. I feel like this is not selling this well, but hopefully you will bear with me. So the scape um, is actually really edible and really delicious. And so what you do is you snap the scape off and sometimes they can be very long and they're curled, right? They can be a foot or two long. And then you cut off the little teardrop shaped flower thingy and you can chop up those scapes and saute them in butter and um, salt and pepper. And they have this beautiful mellow garlic flavor is outstanding. You can also make a pesto with them, which I have that recipe on the blog. And I love that extra little bonus. So, you know, three weeks before I get to harvest the garlic, I get to enjoy the scapes. So that's just another benefit of the hard neck for me. Okay. So you've got your seed purchased, right? You decided if you wanted hard neck, soft neck, whatever. Um, now let's talk a little bit more about the planting. Garlic does like rich soil that drains well. So we don't want to put it in soggy, marshy soil. Make sure it has a spot in full sun. What I will often do is find a spot in my garden because I am planting this in late summer or fall where I've harvested the plants earlier in the summer. So the bed or the row is empty and that's where I'll put my garlic. Um, I clean out the other plant growth. I get rid of the weeds. We kind of dig it up a little bit. Might add a little bit of compost if I feel like it needs it. And then we plant the garlic, like I said, um, pointy side up. And I like to put them about four inches deep and about six inches apart. Full disclosure, I often crowd them a wee bit. Maybe I put them a little bit closer than six inches because I figure the more the merrier, right? And garlic doesn't exactly spread out a whole lot. So I do crowd them, but that's just me. I crowd everything. So it's up to you how particular you want to be on your spacing. Um, so we cover them, you know, four inches, 
put soil over the top. I like to put a layer of mulch over the top, whether that's grass clippings or straw, whatever you use. And then water it a little while and then just let her go for the winter. And it can handle the snow and the freezing temperatures and the blizzards and all the things. And you'll notice that come spring, it happens every year. I'm like, what is that growing in that bed? I'm like, oh, it's the garlic. Duh, I forgot about it. So it'll pop up early in the spring. You'll start to see the little green leaves and then it'll continue to progress. And you'll know it's ready to harvest. Now, usually that is June, July, August, depending on when you planted it, right? But you're going to harvest it in the summer. And you'll know it's ready because the bottom leaves of the plant will start to dry up and turn brown. And that's a really good indicator that it's close to harvest time. You can also, if you're not sure, you can pull one uh, bulb up or you can maybe just pull some dirt away from one of the bulbs and just see how it looks. If it's teeny or if it's good size, you're going to know you're close. Um, once I know I'm close to harvest time, I turn off the water or I start, I stop watering that area just for a day or two because it's not fun to harvest it when it's soppy, muddy, wet. And it also doesn't cure as well. So I turn off the water, um, let the soil dry out just a little bit. I will gently pull them up from the soil. And then I take all of the garlic into a place where they can dry. So I lay them out in a single layer, usually on a board in our shop where it's not going to be in the direct sunlight and bugs and animals won't get to it. And I just let them cure on the board. And then you can, well, if you have soft net garlic, you can braid it. Or if you have hard net garlic, you can just trim off the green leafy dried stems, leave a couple of inches at the top and store it in a cool, dark place for a good many months. And you can use it for all the recipes. You can roast it. You can saute it. It's fantastic. But it's a fantastic homesteader crop, I think. It's simple. It's no fuss. And it's something you can absolutely cook with every single meal if you want, and you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor over and over again. So that's my garlic spiel. Yes, I am trying to convince you to grow it if you haven't already, because it's amazing and it's worth it. But I hope you give it a try. Um, I think you'll be glad you did. Also, if you are ready to do more on your homesteading journey, and you need a little bit of help in knowing where or how to get started, I have an entire library of resources I think will help you a bunch. It includes eBooks, printables, checklists, and cheat sheets, and you can get access to it for free over at theprairiehomestead.com grow. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you being here. If you found this episode helpful, I would love it if you wanted to take a picture of the podcast, post it over on Instagram and tag me. I love to share your shout outs. And if you plant your garlic, absolutely let me know because I'm going to be cheering you on the entire way. Thanks for listening, my friend. And we'll catch up again on the next episode of the Old Fashioned On Purpose podcast.